0: Hey there, thank you so much for showing up to the In Light of Chaos podcast, the podcast dedicated to inspiring, empowering, and motivating women to take back control of their crazy lives because honestly, nothing ever happens according to plan. So get ready for some insightful conversations where you'll learn how to use your unique voice to make a meaningful impact on the world and thrive in both business and life. Imagine late-night couch talks with your bestie. I'm talking mindset, life, chaos, marketing, entrepreneurship, and everything in between as we navigate this journey we call life together. I'm your host, Kayla Paddle, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, overcome any obstacles that come your way, and build a purpose-driven business that not only sustains your dreams, but affords you the freedom to live life on your terms, all while thriving in chaos. So, let's get started. Alright, let's dive into this concept of self-worth. Self-worth is so extremely important, especially as you dive into entrepreneurship, or if you become a mom, or if you just want to live a life more aligned with, you know, your values and your purpose, or just being happy. And you've probably heard this term tossed around, but no one ever talks about what it actually means and why it matters. And according to the American Psychological Association, your self-worth is essentially how you see yourself. Your evaluation of your own value and worthiness as a human being, deserving of respect and consideration, and in simpler terms, it's about feeling deserving of love and respect both from yourself and from others. And now we often associate words like respect, love, and consideration with our relationships with others, but self-worth is all about how much we respect, love, and value ourselves. It's like a barometer for our own self-esteem and confidence. People with positive self-worth tend to have higher levels of self-confidence and self-esteem, while those with low self-worth often struggles with self-criticism and focusing on their flaws rather than their strengths. And let me tell you something, my self-worth growing up was like zero. It was low. I give it maybe even negative one. I don't even know if that's possible, but it was low. And I say this in the most like loving and growing way (laughs) because there's a lot of things that I've had to overcome personally to get to where I am today and to get to the mindset and mind frame that I am today. Mind frame. I mean frame of mind. And I think in terms of like self-worth, I had, if it's even possible, a false sense of self-worth. You know, I used to think I was so self-like, I was so confident in who I am and as a person. And I would walk around the gym, you know, with my head high, saying, Oh my goodness, look at me, I'm at the gym, I'm working out. But deep down inside, I think I knew that I was not confident in myself at all. And looking back at it now, there are a lot of negative self-talk going on in my mind as a teenager and even in college. I had no type of awareness of what was going on in my mind and, you know, I kept feeling like the world was against me. I would call my mom from college saying, I don't know why everyone hates me. It feels like the universe hates me and like everyone hates me. I don't know why people can't be nice to me. And it's because I I had lack of boundaries. I didn't have any sense of self or values and things that would come out of my mouth and the way the actions that I had in college were not aligning with what I thought I valued or what the person that I wanted to become basically. And I wanted to talk about self-worth and why it's so important because I was listening to a podcast yesterday by Jenna Kutcher. It's called The Gold Digger Podcast. If you're not listening to her, it's a must because she is amazing. I've been listening to her for the past two years now. Um, She is my go-to for all things life and entrepreneurship. But they were talking about your self-worth literally being your ceiling. Why? Because it affects everything in our life from how we interact with others to how we approach our work and even how we feel about ourselves and as clinical psychologist Sabrina Romanoff puts it self-worth impacts our relationships our work our self-perception and even how others perceive ourselves and looking back at it now the reason I kept burning bridges in college and in high school and the reason why I couldn't have a healthy relationship with another human being was because of how I perceived myself and my self-worth. It's the negative inner talk that I was having, the conversations that I was having that was impacting my relationships with others and quite literally bleeding out into the world around me. In ninth grade, and I want to tell this story because as I'm reflecting as everything that I've overcome in order to become the person that I am today I say this genuinely from a place of, wow, I can't believe how far I've come and everything that I've had to grow through in order to get to where I'm at today. In ninth grade, I was on fat burners because I thought the only way that people were going to love me was if I was skinny, was if I had the nicest clothes, if people perceived me as, you know popular. If I was the most liked person in high school or in college, that's that was my self-worth. It was my appearance and how I thought others perceived me. My self-worth had nothing to do with what I had to offer the world. It had everything to do with what I looked like. You know, I was constantly in the gym all day. It was even in high school, as soon as I was able to drive, I was at the gym at four o'clock in the morning, would get home, I would shower, I would go to school, and then I would have, you know, softball or volleyball practice, and then after that, I would go back to the gym to work out because I thought that I needed to be skinny in order to be liked. I would also write on my hand in the beginning of the day, starve, you fat A-word. Those were the negative conversations that I was having on the inside if I was not skinny enough people wouldn't like me if I wasn't pretty I was not worthy if you know I was eating too much and I became fat then I was worth absolutely nothing that those were the kinds of inner conversations that I was having with myself because I thought that's what made that's what made me worthy of anything, worthy of being loved, worthy of, you know, success in life, or that was my barometer of self-love and self-esteem and self-confidence. It was my appearance. And looking back at it now, do you know how much time I wasted constantly striving to look better in order to please others? Because that's what I thought made me worthy of of love and of success and of life, I wasted so much time and energy focusing on trying to please other people without doing any type of inner work. And I've realized being a mom now, all the love in the the world from other people means absolutely nothing if you do not love yourself, if you do not appreciate who you are as a person and what you have to offer the world none of it matters you can go to a friend asking for advice asking for you know love and support but none of their support matters if you do not love yourself if you are not confident in yourself if you don't think that you're worthy of anything and I'm quite I'm quite literally shaking right now I I haven't really talked about this um I don't I don't talk about this often because it it does bring back a lot of anxiety and trauma around um, you know growing up and and now that I'm a mom and now that I you know have these big dreams of owning a business from home and retiring my husband early and you know making an impact on the world and helping other women live a life aligned with purpose so that they can confidently you know pursue their dreams because their dreams matter too like as I pursue my mission and the impact that I'm trying to make in life and in the community I now realize how important self-worth truly is in all aspects of life because it bleeds out into everything especially if you don't if you yourself do not think you're worthy of success or if you yourself do not think that you're enough. And so what factors influence our own self-worth? According to Dr. Romanoff, it's a complex mix of our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings, our experiences, our relationships, our health, our career, our hobbies, and even our appearance. It's basically the sum total of how we see ourselves in relation to the world around us. And if you're trying to gauge your own self-worth, Here are a few questions that you can ask yourself. How much do you like and value yourself? What words would you use to describe yourself? Are your thoughts about yourself mostly positive, negative, or somewhere in between? Do you believe you're worthy of love and respect from others? And as you reflect on these questions... This will give you valuable insight into your own self-worth and where you might need some improvement. And one thing that really helped me growing up and, you know, as I became a mom to really reflect on how much I value myself and love and respect myself was to reflect on all of the experiences that I went growing up that were contributing to the negative beliefs that I've had. So for instance, feeling that or the belief that I had that the only way to be worth anything was to be skinny. My appearance or the only way to be worthy of success and love and respect was to look skinny or to have the nicest clothes. And I think... I reflect back on my very first relationship with this horrible, horrible boy. (laughs) Um, He was very mentally abusing and he, I will not speak his name, but being that it was my first relationship, I like worshipped the ground that he walked on. And I, I used to think that, you know, love was all about fairy tales and prince charming and you know finding your knight in shining armor and so that's why i thought so highly of him and was so blinded um especially since i had no self worth or self awareness of you know what i was deserving of and what kind of love that i deserved but he would not allow me to wear dresses or shorts or workout leggings i could only wear jeans yep i could only wear jeans <laughs> to school Um, and he would have me send him a picture of what I was wearing because we went to different schools. Every single morning, I had to send a picture of what I was wearing and it had to be jeans. And if I wasn't wearing jeans, he would threaten to break up with me or he threatened to cheat on me. And so being the ninth grader that I was, you know, seeking love and, you know, I just wanted to be loved. I wanted so badly to be loved. I would do it. I would wear jeans every single day and not only did that affect how I felt valued but it also gave me UTIs (laughs) because apparently if you wear jeans every single day I don't know if you know this but it kind of blocks the airflow to your down under and so I was getting really bad UTIs and bacterial infections in ninth grade. I placed so much value or self-worth on my appearance in ninth grade that it literally bled out into my relationships with friends. And I lost a lot of good friends in high school because of that. Because I thought so lowly of myself, I lost a lot of relationships. And if only I had become more aware of how deserving I was of love and respect and if I had loved myself enough in that moment to be like this is not for me no matter how much I want to be loved if it's not for me I can leave if I had just loved myself enough to (laughs) remove myself from the situation um, there are a lot of things that I would have done differently growing up In a lot of situations, I would have handled differently if I had loved myself. So I challenge you to, you know, reflect on the experiences that you find trauma in, the negative experiences that you have gone through growing up, and how it has affected your beliefs in yourself, how it's affected how much you love yourself and how much you respect yourself, and how it plays a role into your negative inner critic, into your negative self-talk. And then I want you to start challenging yourself, both mentally and physically. And by doing so, you are proving to yourself that you're more than capable of doing hard things and that you're capable of more than you think. So Whether that's working out, whether that's, you know, every single day, increasing the weight or increasing the reps that you used to work out, or maybe you're a runner, maybe you can run longer and longer each day, or even mentally, if you want to read a chapter of a new book every single day, or, you know, go out of your way to do things that make you uncomfortable, like talking to a stranger in public, or... Forcing yourself to connect with people at the playground when your toddler is running around. Do things every single day that make you uncomfortable to challenge yourself and to train your brain into thinking that you are more than enough and you are capable of doing hard things. I also challenge you to challenge your negative inner critic and your negative thoughts. And one thing that has helped me over the past few years, especially when it comes to my negative negative inner critic, is to give her a name and by doing so this is separating your negative inner critic from yourself and so my negative inner critic is named deborah and whenever i want to do something and deborah comes in and says no you're not you're not able to do that you don't have any type of credibility you know you're not worthy enough you are just not enough i say Thank you for trying to protect me, Deborah. based on my past experiences. Thank you so much. But you are not me and I am more than enough. And doing this literally tricks your brain into thinking that Deborah is no longer a part of you and that you can do hard things. Because what Deborah has to say does not matter. And last but not least, when it comes to self-worth, do things that you enjoy and that make you happy and that you're good at. Whether that's watching a movie that, you know, you can watch every single day on repeat or playing volleyball or going to the gym or drawing or singing in the shower, whatever it is, do things that make you happy and that you enjoy this can reinforce your sense of capability and confidence. And yeah, life is too short to do anything that makes you unhappy. So actively pursue things that make you happy and things that you enjoy. And this episode is very short because I have a snoring baby attached to my chest right now in her baby carrier. Yes, this is mom life as an entrepreneur and as a stay at home mom, trying to do all things. So, I'm going to cut this short today, but I really hope this helps you in life, in business, in entrepreneurship, in your relationships. As you reflect on your self worth, I want you to know that you are more than enough. You always have been, and you always will be. Your past experiences do not define you. You are worthy of success. You are capable of doing hard things and I love you so much. You got this. I believe in you until next week, my friend. As we wrap up this episode, I hope you're feeling empowered. Remember, nothing will change unless you are willing to. And I'm so proud of you for being here today. Showing up for yourself is the first step in taking back control of your life. Life is chaotic, but even in the chaos of life, there's a unique light within each of us waiting to shine. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and live life on your terms. Remember, it all starts with you. And if you enjoyed today's conversation, don't forget to subscribe for more insightful episodes. Until next time, friend, on In Light of Chaos.